Welcome back to Freight Waves. Now we're going to do our, our roundtable in two different parts here today. The first part, we're looking at the state of the brokerage, of course, with surge transportation filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. This is going to be obviously an ongoing issue in terms of how uh, brokerage are going to be able to handle this. But Joe Antishak joins me now. And uh, Joe, good to see you again, uh, twice in two days here so far. Um, but let's take a look at what happened here with surge and take a little bit more of a deeper dive into what went on. Go ahead. Yeah, that sounds great. So um, one of the things, I, I think it's a very human uh, uh, emotion to see a story of a bankruptcy and think like, oh, this is going to be true for all uh, similar companies, right? Or all freight brokerages, we're going to see a lot more bankruptcies. And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I think it's probably worthwhile to uh, think about what Surge was or is, how their business model worked, and then see how that applies to others. So first chart, we have uh, just our our uh, very typical OTVI and, and OTRI indexes here. Uh, and this sort of shows um, how, right, volume and rejections uh, trended during the pandemic era boom when people were home and they had more disposable income to spend on goods. And that was a really good thing for Surge. Uh, so the way Surge worked, and it's just in their name, they specialized in uh, providing uh, uh, shippers capacity when um, uh, when freight was was surging for whatever the reason, whether it's peak season, if there's like a, an Amazon Prime Day type event, um, any other sort of like uh, beyond the ordinary moment, they were like, you know, to shippers, we've got you covered. Uh, so when rejections are up at 20 percent, 25 percent, it's a really, really good thing for them. Uh, and then if we can just pull up the NTI chart also next here, this just shows going along with that. You know, surge was living on the spot market. So when these rates are climbing, and you know their margins are dependent on spot rates, uh, they started making a ton of money, uh, and they they I think spent uh, pretty aggressively to to try to grow and to try to really make a name for themselves, and probably just got a little too close to the sun uh, for when the downturn came. Evidently. Yeah, definitely. As as you mentioned, we've talked about it. it looks like uh, the 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 problem of being Icarus can get you just a little bit uh, in trouble there as well. I know you've got one more chart here in terms of how things go. With Surge, uh, obviously, how much of the cautionary tale is it? And is it just simply the business model that needs to be at fault here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so um, you know, we're going to find out over the next really six months, I guess. But when you look at broker sentiment, and this is from the freight sentiment indexes we surveyed, uh, it's, it's a lot of like leadership at, at, at 3PLs and freight brokerages. Uh, we surveyed them in the first two weeks of July. And so these responses are all from that time. So it's pre-surge news. Um, but you see here, near-term and longer-term profitability is trending upward. Near-term being Q3 compared to Q2, and then longer-term being Q3 2024 compared to Q3 2023. Um, so you see the money, that's going up. They, they think they're going to be uh, making more money in the near and longer term. But interestingly, near-term and longer-term workforce are not also trending up. So what that tells me when I look at it is that essentially these companies are thinking, uh, okay, so we're not in a position where we're going to go belly up necessarily. We're going to be able to make more money, but that's not necessarily going to coincide with us increasing headcount rapidly, Right. Uh, so, so I think really what that means is, you know, you look at the near-term workforce and that's one potential layoffs, uh, still incoming at brokerages. Uh, and then two, you know, you, you look at like the longer term stuff, 
I think probably uh, they're just going to look to grow uh, a little bit more conservatively, which makes sense given everything that's going on in the market. So I guess basically what I'm saying is the market is not good, as probably everyone watching this this show knows, uh, and it's not good in a way that uh, you know prudence is going to be rewarded at carriers, at brokers, uh, but it does not necessarily mean that we're going to now see you know, like surge is the first domino, uh, all of these other brokerages going out of business surge, uh, lived on the edges, you know, and they, they, their whole thing, uh, was, you know, with big risk comes big reward and they were rewarded mightily during, uh, the COVID era. Uh, and then they, they just weren't able to pack enough away in their war chest for, for when things turned South. And hopefully they can get back up on their feet in the not-too-distant future. Joe, thanks so much for the deeper dive and looking at how Surge, unfortunately, met this Chapter 11. And at this particular point, hopefully they can bounce back quickly. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bill. All right, we'll take a short break and come back with more with on this in our roundtable and the state of the brokerage that's coming up in the next segment. 